What's up, everyone, and welcome to Good Morning on Purpose, a daily podcast that aims to evoke a sense of positivity and possibility in your day. This is my first ever attempt at podcasting and serves as a process for me personally to overcome some obstacles and difficulties that I've experienced over the last many years, months, or even days. If nothing else, I can promise a positive or motivational message, an atmosphere of honesty, and a friendly hello from someone you've likely never met. Although there are many things in life that are likely out of your control, your perspective is yours alone, and from that perspective, the choices we make and the things we think impact our daily outcomes. So with that in mind, and without further ado, from me to you... Good morning. Today is Saturday, February 10th, and it is 63 degrees outside. It's a little bit cloudy, but it's really warm, it's really nice. There are swarms of people outside today, and I'm using a new microphone. So hopefully all of this comes through well. Additionally, uh, I have maybe a lot to say today. I'm not quite sure how it's going to go. So this may be a bit of a longer episode. We'll see. Hello from the editing room. The audio today is a little distorted, so I'll try to keep this section as short as possible. Apologies in advance. For today's help tip, I wanted to think about being in tune to the signs that your body's giving you about how you're doing. This can be as simple as feeling hungry or being thirsty, feeling tired or stressed out. It can be when you're exercising, being able to tell when a muscle is fully fatigued, being able to tell when you're warm, both in a cardiovascular way or, again, a, a muscular way. When we're hungry, of course, we can eat food and we can make choices around the quality of the food that we eat, the calories that we're going to consume. If we're thirsty, we're already technically dehydrated, so we should be staying on top of that. But the body gives you signs. It lets you know just how thirsty or how dehydrated you might be. If you're tired, you can make a decision about taking a nap or going to sleep early or at a reasonable time instead of staying up to do extra things like watch TV or scroll and scroll and scroll. And especially when we feel sick, if something's hurting, if you've got joint pain, if you have a fever or sore throat or a cough, it's important to pay attention to those things and take steps to figure out what's going on. And especially when we feel stressed or sad or angry or anxious, we can use mindfulness techniques. We can meditate or journal. We can talk to somebody, whether it's a friend or a professional. These are all things that our body tells us all the time. And it's easy to push through those things, to ignore those things, to not address them, or even take steps to suppress them, either to push through and continue to do what you're doing or to avoid dealing with them in general. I was thinking today, though, that instead of pushing these things down and ignoring them, it's probably better to have strong, healthy habits that help you manage these things and allows you to go about your day and do the things that you need to do. You've likely heard of introspection, which is taking the time to see how you feel about something or what you might be thinking at any given time. But there's also something called interoception, which is your ability to perceive and understand your internal body signals, like your heart rate, your breathing, your digestion. Mindfulness and meditation, body scans and yoga can help you pay better attention to these sensations that you might have throughout the day. Maybe your heart rate goes up when you're frustrated or angry or exercising. <laughs> Having a better awareness of when a food disagrees with you or even environmental factors that might be affecting how you're feeling. General body awareness is something slightly different, but follows a similar line of thinking. Your posture and your balance and your coordination are all important to pay attention to as well. And being cognizant of these things can help you avoid developing structural imbalances over time, like 
from slouching or tending to lean to one side or another, even holding your bag or purse or backpack on one side or another can impact how you're feeling over long periods of time. Well, the experiment with that mic didn't go quite as planned. Subconsciously ignoring the signals from your body can cause us to feel all kinds of different ways without really knowing why. We can be irritable because we don't realize that we're hungry or low on energy or sleepy and get headaches and all kinds of other things from being dehydrated. We can get irritable. We can say things that we don't mean when we and, and lash out when we're angry or sad, when we're stressed and depressed, when we're masking pain or when we're feeling ill and pushing ourselves to go about our day anyway. The toll that this can have on you is similar to the toll of code switching and masking. It's this situation where you're almost two different people. You are who you are on the inside, experiencing what you're experiencing, thinking what you think, feeling what you feel, knowing who you are. But instead, you act in a completely different way. You hide the things that you think or the things that you feel and you, through masking. You change the way that you talk or the way that you dress because of other people's impressions of your sexual orientation, your gender, your race. And while these tactics can make us all the stronger, we can rest knowing that we got a full day's worth of work despite the pain that we had to push through, despite not being able to say what we felt we needed to say or represent ourselves in the way that we truly carry ourselves when we're not at work or school, when we're not in certain social situations. But all of this can take a toll. It can take a toll on our health. It can be draining on our energy or our self-esteem to have to be someone that we're not for long periods of time, day in and day out, to feel unaccepted by your peers or society as a whole. Some of this is mirrored in these quotes by philosophers that I was reading about throughout my day today. Lisa Bolek, masking is a form of impression management that involves hiding or suppressing aspects of one's identity, such as race, ethnicity, gender, or sexual orientation, in order to avoid discrimination, prejudice, or stereotypes. Masking can be adaptive in some situations, but it can also be harmful to one's mental health, self-esteem, and sense of belonging. Miles Durkee, Code switching and masking are not only linguistic or behavioral phenomena, but also cognitive and emotional ones. They require constant monitoring, adjusting, and evaluating of one's self-presentation and social interactions. This can lead to increased cognitive load, emotional exhaustion, and reduced performance. Valerie Jones-Taylor. Code switching and masking are not inherently bad or good, but rather complex and nuanced responses to the realities of living in a diverse and unequal society. They can be sources of resilience, creativity, and empowerment, as well as challenges, conflicts, and dilemmas. The key is to be aware of the costs and benefits of code switching and masking, and to choose when and how to use them in ways that are authentic and healthy. And you can read a whole lot that W.E.B. Dubois has to say about these things as well. Specifically about double consciousness as a psychological and social phenomenon. If you have to resort to these tactics, my advice for you is to be self-aware, understand and know what you're doing when you're doing it. If you're working out, know why you're working out and when to stop. Listen to the cues that your body's giving you. If you're hungry and you're worried about your body image or gaining weight, have an understanding of how to satisfy the needs that you have without utilizing starvation tactics or weird diets. While I understand it's frustrating or annoying to have to go pee more often than you'd like, if your body needs a certain amount of water in a day, then drink that water. It's probably better for you to do that and need to take a few more bathroom breaks than to sacrifice aspects of your health. And if people can't understand that, that's their failing. It's the same failing that causes us to 
not say what we think when it really should be said, when we avoid using certain language, talking naturally about aspects of our culture, of our background, of our family history, because it might not be accepted by certain people in your personal life or even your professional life. If you have a level of self-awareness of why you're doing these things, a a sense of peace and understanding that it's not a failing or a weakness in you, but a failing of the people around you or society for imposing these needs upon you at times. I think that we can get into bad practices and bad habits of incorporating these strategies, and it can become somewhat ingrained in us, which ends up being very taxing on our self-esteem and energy. Try to be intentional and find peace about it. And if you can't manage to do that, consider being your authentic self. Take care of your needs first. And if you can't take care of your own needs and be your true authentic self, most of the time, it's not other people's lives that's really going to take a hit. It's your own. And as I often do, I feel like I'm kind of rambling and not making any sense, but I hope that this message resonates with someone. Because I'm sure some of these issues ring true for some people. It's taking a toll on them. And if you can identify where these things are impacting your life and make an adjustment focused on self-care and authenticity. If you can wake up each day and put yourself first so that you can be empathetic and understanding to everyone else around you, I guarantee that you'll consistently find that you're having a good morning on purpose. The music today was by Scott Buckley and you can find more information about the tracks that I used in the show notes. I'll include some of the quotes that I used during the podcast as well. And I'd encourage you to look more into W.E.B. Dubois. Finally, I apologize for the super weird audio mixing today. I was experimenting with a bunch of different microphones, and uh, and it's turned out a little weird. I'll have to practice off the air just a little bit to get the balance right. But I thank you for joining me at this point in the process and the project, and I hope to catch you in the next episode. <laughs>